0: She is the money lady. You get the savage truth. Yes, the person that we turn to for all of our questions, Terry Savage, joins us. What about those mortgage rates, Terry? My gosh.
1: Well, I've seen worse. In fact, I've actually taken yeah. out worse. But yeah, the yeah. Current, according to Bankrate, the current rate on a thirty-year fixed-rate mortgage today seven point six two percent national average. So, if you've got a fifteen-year at six point eight four. Now this. Some of us who've been around for a while will know that this is not the end of the world. In fact, in the room I'm sitting in when I bought this house 40-some years ago, I wanted it so badly and the seller lowered the price so much in those horrible early 80s that I took out a double-digit mortgage and, of course, paid it off. So um, we're only halfway to where we were in 80-81. There were 14 15% mortgages, but... It surely has an impact. And by the way, we talked two years ago, kept saying, please lock in your mortgage at three, three and a quarter percent.
0: Who would give that up now? Who would sell? Right, right. So, but and, and, big, and you know what, Terry? It's just that it seemed that back then, because my brother and sister both had mortgage rates in the 13 percent range back in the 80s, and it, the houses were just more affordable in correlation to what people were making. And it just seems that now the prices are so high, you add the mortgage and it just prices a lot of people out of owning a home. It's
1: not your imagination. There are things called affordability indexes to the median national income and to various other categories. Housing is now, uh, purchasing a home is now the least affordable that it's ever been, even in those days of higher interest rates. And what about the markets today? Okay, good news or bad news? (laughs) Give us the bad news first. All right. Well, the Dow is down. The NASDAQ is down. The S&P is down. In fact, the NASDAQ is down for three state weeks, and so is the S&P. But the Dow is still up 16.5% for the year. I kept these numbers from about a week or two ago. We talked about it. The uh, all-time high on the Dow in January of 22, 36,800. The low in October of uh, a year, go- year before that 28660 however today we're at 34500 really on the dow only about 1000 points below its all time highs what does that mean you should do it means first of all check your 401k you probably have gains of 15 to 20% for the year and instead of feeling smug about it, you might want to reevaluate your exposure to the stock market, especially since you can get 5.5% in CDs now as well as T-bills. I love that you're in your same house. Warren Buffett is still in
0: his same house,
1: right? Yes. I mean, I've never looked at housing as an investment exactly, although in hindsight, it was a great investment. I have one other statistic for you. about. We talked about mortgage rates and how that's got to impact the housing market. We've talked about the stock market, still registering gains. So don't say in November, well, I didn't know that I was going to lose all my gains. You might think of rebalancing. And what about that recession? I gathered a statistic for you. I just got it from the Investech newsletter inv- I-N-V-E-S-T-E-C-H.com. I think they let you read the current issue free and it came out just a couple of hours ago. It says over the Fed's entire history of 110 years, there have been 18 tightening cycles, not including this current cycle, and 89% of those tightening cycles ended in a recession. Mm. And noted, today's tightening by the Fed is clearly one of the most aggressive tightening cycles ever. Quote, amplifying the risk of a hard landing.
0: I thought we got away from the big R word. That's when it
1: happens, when everybody forgets about it. And you know I've been worried about the impact of student loan repayments starting in a nanosecond, two weeks, um, and what that will do to budgets of people uh, who you know, who just suddenly have an extra 200 or maybe as much as $500 a month in payments. They're not shopping after that or or traveling so much
0: or going out to dinner. Okay, let's jump to line one. Mel has been waiting for a long time. Mel, I know you've got a CD-related question. Go ahead and ask Terry. Thank you both for taking my call. Uh couple CDs with a uh,
1: non-mentionable bank, obviously, to uh, just say that... Uh, They've been in business about 47 years, uh, but uh, I noticed all their stationery, what have you, is not FDIC. And, uh, you know, I've been with them now four years, and they renew, what have you, and I renew. And, uh, you know, they're right here on the South Street in Madison area. I was just getting your opinion on that. Mel, first of all. Almost every bank that calls itself a bank in the United States is FDIC insured, Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation up to $250,000. That's something you shouldn't be guessing at. That's something you should get off the phone because they're off the radio here, and uh, you should call them now before they close and say, this is what I have. Is this an FDIC-insured CD? You don't want to fool around with that. Number two, banks for the last few years have been paying less than the free market rates which show up in U.S. government treasury bills where they're auctioned off every week. It's a U.S. debt. Global bidders and offers set the rate. The current rate on six months treasury bills is 5.5%. There'll be another auction Monday at noon. And you can buy treasury bills, IOUs direct from the government at treasurydirect.gov. And if you go to terrysavage.com on the right side under financial links, prominently in a box, how to buy treasury bills. So you need to know what you have. Now, there are some kind of certificates that financial institutions sell that are not FDIC-insured, many others, uh, brokered CDs. If you got a high rate, they could actually call them if rates came down. So you want to make sure you know what you own, and it's federally insured or by T-bills.
0: Terry Savage is with us. You will find her at TerrySavage.com. A quick question on the text line, which I think I know the answer to, and then we'll go to Jim. His question is about disability versus Social Security. But first, the first question on the text line asked Terry about her thoughts on opening a balance transfer credit card to get a lower interest rate.
1: That's fine. You can even find, you can go to creditcards.com or bankrate.com and you can check the best deals on balance transfer cards. There okay. are still some deals around with 0% rates, but I warn you. You should use that time to pay off the balance because when that free period whether it's 6 months or a year of zero rates or low rates ends, your rate's going to jump to 28-29%. So, transfer balance but pay it off.
0: And we've got like 60 seconds for Jim. Jim, I know you're on disability. Ask Terry your question. I'm 61 years old. I've been on disability for 10 years. Can I stay on this for, the, you know, my whole life or do I have to transfer over to Social Security.
1: Yes, when you, when you become eligible, your full retirement age, it will automatically transfer to Social Security. You should be in contact with them, not now, but the, when you turn 66 and find out exactly how that happens. But they will do that for you. You'll suddenly get Social Security and you'll be eligible for Medicare at 65. So that's, those are two things you want to look for.
0: Okay, thank you. Terry, have a wonderful weekend. I hope you get on a horse. For sure, I'm getting on a horse. You know me too well. Have a good weekend, Lisa. TerrySavage.com.